You, didn't help at all. You need a new chair, Kenny. Yours is tearing. Yeah, I know. Oh, there I got one from Matt, my personal email. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Okay. Don't don't be don't lose your phone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Don't lose your phone. Okay, that's a quick town council today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Some logistic issues. Matthew, uh, I won't I've be here tomorrow. I've never seen Eric Clapton. Norley? Wait. Let's Did see. I see him with the. Uh, I may have. I don't know. He's coming to town September 14th. I've seen him three times. The last three at the Excel, actually. That's where he's going to be September 14th. I got it in the news. Concert I the, announcements. I thought they tried to cancel him because he was something about COVID. Dirty really? shots. You can't he retired. He he has retired, I think, twice now, hasn't he? Yeah. It's one of those deals. <clears throat> Matthew. Uh, yes. I won't be here tomorrow. You're not going to be here tomorrow. Right. So I'm not going to send you an email tomorrow. But if you have the ability to look ahead to tomorrow's log. Maybe when we're done here, I'll lay something a few down for you. I thought you said you were going to try to be here for GL. That's Wednesday. Oh. Her appointment tomorrow is at 11. Ah. In the Granite City. Yeah, it's an hour away. I'm driving in my car. Oh, God. You Don't still start. <laughs> That was a big hit with the listeners. I'll bet. I suppose I probably can't watch Reacher season one while we're doing the show. No, I would Let prefer that you didn't. Put on radar weather or something. Serious stuff. All righty. It is good. Do you have Amazon, Joe? Mm -hmm. You you'd enjoy it. There's only one season out, but Reacher is Reacher, big giant of a man. Yeah, I watched it. He's What's huge. It called? Reacher. Reacher. <laughs> yeah, make sure you don't get the Tom uh, Tom Cruise Cruise uh, version. I'm thoroughly invested now in Peaky Blinders. I've oh, seen Peaky uh, Blinders. Uh, last night we saw the first episode of season three. That is uh, high on my kids' list of favorite TV series ever. Yeah, it is good. It's amazing. It's uh, very violent, though. It's affecting my sleeping. <laughs> Do I have to have the closed captions on? I can't yes. understand those yes, people. I have to watch it with closed captions. It's very, uh, yeah, very thick accents. All right, the, uh, one second. The here. woman who plays Aunt Polly is dead in real life. She's been married to Damian Lewis for 20 years. She died of breast cancer. Damn. Marnie has some lumps. She's going to get taken out. Who's Marnie? Gellner. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Why do people announce that shit? That's her business, isn't it? Uh, it's a good, good promotion for uh, the ladies getting the gals checked. 
I did not know Damian Lewis was English. Oh, yeah. Huh. Only thing I've ever seen him in, though, is... Uh, McCrory. Her name. But they caught it in time, so she's having a lumpectomy. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Helen McCrory. Helen McCrory. I yeah. thought she was kind of cool looking. Died April 2021. 52. A Christian elementary school, huh? Yeah. Jesus. How many dead? Three. Is the and shooter the shooter. At large. No, the dead. shooter's dead. Who shot him? The cops? Cops, yep. It was engaged, they said. Engaged by MNPD and is dead. This did not happen. This just didn't happen. It's another sign of how screwed up the country is. This just didn't happen. Every single public school should have Reacher at the door. Yeah. <laughs> Need a lot of Reachers. Mm -hmm. This wasn't even a public school. Glenn Campbell on Johnny Carson. You gonna say something, Matt? Yeah, I'm gonna give you your spots. Kenny, for you today? Not yes. TV, <laughs> but it's Glenn Campbell, Joe. I don't care. Go he, ahead, might, Matt. he might play guitar. Yes, sir. Pro turf. Yes. Uh tri-state. And that should do it. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, do you recognize the similarity between those three? Yeah. What's that? Engines. C, pro, try. Three-letter words. C, pro, try. C, Joe. Yeah. C, pro, try. What about tomorrow, Matthew? How about tomorrow for today? Uh, Maple Grove, Kenny, tomorrow. MGLS. Pro turf tomorrow. Pro. Try tomorrow and moon tomorrow. Well, we got some work to do after the show, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Joe uh, Frat. And now Moeller is, is Moeller every day? Uh, no. Because they're blocked off here. I don't know what that that's means. That's gray. I don't know what gray means. I'll find out. I'll send an email out. Who's the rep for Moeller? No idea. Probably Rob. <clears throat> all right. Uh, you ready to roll here? Well, so all I got is frat? Correct. Um, unless we're adding molar, I'll find out. All right. I am a rolling. Frataloni's? Hardware? Why That's not? them. Why and not? garden stores? Why not frataloni's? Don't start that oh, again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1043, March 27th, 2023. 75 degrees was the high on this day. That was in 1946. It was five degrees in 1921. And after the song, I have some weather information. Weather information? Yes. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. 
Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. I have three items of weather interest. Weather related? Well, at least of interest to me. Good. You know, I do like, <laughs> I know you're a weather guy, and I like to follow the weather, so uh, what uh, what type of information are you going to bring I to was us? walking yesterday on the Garage Logic Service Road of Life and made an observation that would be true of only the state of Minnesota. When people are out chopping ice that's about to melt anyway, it's a sign of absolute boredom. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. I um, will not disagree with you. Mm, I will. Really? Uh, it's a sign of boredom. I saw a woman yesterday. I was going to say something, and then I thought better of it. But she was chopping ice from the street. <laughs> and A, that you don't have to worry about the street, lady. And B, she was discarding the large chunks of ice she was dislodging and throwing them out into the middle of the street. Oh, I love hitting yes. those. Yes, oh, sir. you do. I was yes. going to say, hey, lady, is Jerry it, Lewis? Is it bad <laughs> enough that we hit potholes? Now you're throwing these ice chunks out there? You are turning into a Karen. Get oh. off my lawn. Yeah, no doubt. I didn't say anything, Kenny, because I understood her boredom. When can I list my bullet points? Go ahead. On how many ways you're wrong. Number one, we like to get it dried off. Why not help it out? Get it down to bare asphalt and or concrete. Number two, we need to route the water. We have to give the water a valley or a creek to flow through. So when it melts off of your yard and onto your driveway, it doesn't pool at the bottom. You've got to get Got to open the flow up. We're like the uh, army engineer dudes and gals. Yeah, locks and dams. Uh, number three, mind your own business, you busybody. Well, uh, it's spring can, fever. Uh, uh, we got to get outside. We got to do something. We got to breathe in the air, get the vitamin D, blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe I, I can uh, redeem myself I, because on a walk last week, I noticed another woman, and she was poking around. In a snowdrift at the side of the street. Looking for something. And I said, what are you looking for? Yeah. She said, well, I signed up to be a friend of the drains. Or oh, some, friend of the Some drains. group you can join to free sure. up drains. Sure. And she said, I'm listening for the water and I can't hear it. So the next thing you know, I'm down on my hands and knees <laughs> listening along oh, with Lord. her, trying to figure out where she should start chopping. And uh, when I went back on another walk, uh, she had found it because it was open. And then I also must admit that, inspired by the boredom of others, when I got done with the walk yesterday, I did a little chopping myself. <laughs> I want I want an FOD badge, friend of the drain yes, badge. I want to be I, on that crew. Yeah. I have a thought about this, too, because Saturday I had the same observation while my wife and I were driving in the car. And I said, why the hell would this guy be out here doing this? Yeah. To which my wife, wife replied, he probably just doesn't want to be around his wife. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. That's why guys have huge, huge lawns. Look, I can hardly hear height. I can hardly hear Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Okay, another weather observation. The local television stations, along with uh, any television station, the closer you get to the tallest country, the tallest buildings in the country, 
Uh, they're complicit in conveying the uh, subtle hysteria of climate change. And the way they're most recently doing it is all of them are really selling hard the fact that we're on a long streak of at least one inch of snow cover in the Twin Cities. And I have news for you. That's not a big deal. Uh, we've had uh, stretches of snow cover that go back to the beginning of record keeping. There's nothing unusual about snow on the ground in March. Uh, it is all a canard. It has nothing to do with anything except that we're having a little of a prolonged winter here, even though you're in meteorological spring, if not cosmic spring. So all of you news uh, channel meteorologists, uh, I think most of us know what you're up to. And to get on uh, the air uh, in a very excited fashion and keep selling the idea that we still have snow cover, uh, it means nothing. Uh, it means nothing because it's always been thus throughout time. And, uh, and then I have a third weather observation. You all thought I forgot, didn't you? Forgot what? <laughs> you all thought I forgot. What? I forgot that you forgot. Ice out. No. Ice out. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Here, I'll pull, not his I'll pull his mic down we while got we just ice talk out. amongst ourselves. It's going to be a long month, boys. Yep. And I neglected to report the first few. I'll catch up right now. Oh, good. Nataka, of course, had that record ice out in 1878. Remember it well. March 11th. <laughs> then again in 1910, March 27th. I'm going to go for a walk. I'll be back. March 18, the year 2000. 1981, March 27. 2012, that wonderful warm spring. March 21st and 2016 on St. Patrick's Day. And if you switch over to White Bear, because you know I give out ice outs for White Bear, Minnetonka. Uh, we had an ice out on uh, White Bear, 1987, the 24th of March, the year 2000, the 21st of March, 2012, the 19th of March, 2016, the 16th of March, 2017, the 23rd of March. <laughs> I will not be remiss in my duties. The ice out material will stay with me in my pile. Great. And I'll do them now until the ice outs conclude. Are you you all thought I forgot. Are you done? I'm back from my walk now. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, good. Then I'll, I'll stick around. Show, no show's over. Today. Yeah. yeah, there is. There is a nice out today. <laughs> What's today? 27th, Joe. March 27th, uh, 2017, Minnetonka. 1910, Minnetonka. And, and on a white bear, ice out on the March 27th. Uh, no, there isn't one on March okay. 27th. So we had two today, 1910 and whatever the other one I said was. Got her. Uh, 1981 on Minnetonka, 19, uh, uh, 1878 and 1981, March 27th. So there you have it. All right, we've got some serious problems. What? Uh, Good news or bad news? Bad news, it sounds like. It's, it's, it's terribly uh, dreadful news. First, let me thank all the GLers. Well, I think we're being helpful. I don't think they were rubbing it in. They were being helpful. Uh, Julia writes, far away from the tallest buildings, here is my gift to the stargazer wannabe. 
He rarely stays awake past 1030 in his cookies. This beauty is what we witnessed last night right outside our front door. I knew the mayor would enjoy the phenomenon. You're welcome and keep pushing back. My favorite gents, Julia. Many emailers sent me beautiful uh, pictures of the northern lights from late last week. Yeah. I went out in the city to look for them, but that was that was a wasted exercise. I, I have to get on the NASA. Apparently, you can go to NASA and get on a uh, uh, an alert that would inform you, give you a heads up oh. on. Uh, and I learned with this past episode, you you it requires a magnetic storm on the sun. Okay. So it's not like they happen every night. Right. Uh, and I learned though from this latest round late last week of the uh, the uh, Northern Lights that I wouldn't have had to go very far. They were very phenomenal. They were very intense. I, I could have gone up to uh, hell at halfway to Duluth. I bet I would have gotten them. Oh, I should have Lake Minnetonka, it. Plymouth. Yeah. We were getting amazing photos on Twitter from uh, cities in the outskirts there mm -hmm. in the really? five ring suburbs. Yeah, really, the northern yeah. suburbs up here. I had friends on Facebook posting pictures. Okay, well then my then I have to literally get away from where I live. It's been a long time, Joe, since I've seen Northern Lights right above. I mean, oh, you had to have them in your area. A, a lot of, lot of, you know, you kind of stand there and you look to the north, and the whole from west to east, it's Northern Lights. But then there's big rays that shoot right over your head. You actually look right wow. up and see so them. Cool. It's Man, pretty intense. I've yep. only seen them once in my life. That was in the summer. And I was on Leech Lake in a boat. Oh, good place. And it was a great place to see them. It was the yeah. only time I've seen them. And I just I just find it so moving. I I really, really need to get more serious about this. Yeah. So I'll sign up for that uh NASA update. And if they say, Hey, heads up, uh Northern Lights July 10th, I'll get somewhere where I can see them. So thank you very much. Now on to serious terrible things this is from alpha news i have found them to be reliable but euphorians probably don't consult them because they report pretty much what the traditional news gatherers do not report a bemidji high school teacher fantasizes about secretly injecting children with puberty blockers. What? Uh, I'm coming to the realization I will never fulfill my lifelong quest of moving to Tennessee to uh, secretly give kids uh, puberty blockers while I do an interpretive drag dance to my favorite Judy Bloom novel, says The Post. This is uh, somebody named Gina Marie Bernard who is a biological male and identifies as a woman listed as an English teacher at Bemidji. People in Bemidji, you must demand that this evil person be fired. And don't give me your First Amendment BS. That's crowd. That's yelling fire in a crowded theater of children. So don't give me your First Amendment BS. I don't care what this nutcase uh wants to claim as a protection for these evil thoughts, but she's got to go. And if you're in Bermid if you're in Bermidji, how can you possibly tolerate the fact that this idiot is a teacher in your high school? Yeah. Okay. High school. 
Parents told Alpha News the post was published at the end of February, around the time Tennessee changed its uh, trans laws for minors. Bernard has published several pieces of poetry, including one called Confessional, where he talks about, I can't even read, I don't want to read what he talks about. And I... Uh, I is, isn't this a red flag? Isn't this a warning? Yes. This person yeah, so needs... He says he dreams of a loaded... A Winchester Ranger twenty gauge. Well, now we need now we need to get Can the authorities we do something involved. About this fool and get rid of this fool. If you people in Bermidji put up for this, you'll get what you deserve. Wait a minute. In his little manifesto, mm -hmm. he talks about a firearm. Yes. Uh, where's the ATF? Well, it's a good question. Why does the whole world have to adapt to their little world? Don't adapt to this guy. Get rid of this guy and, and flag his resume so he can't get hired as a teacher. It's some guy pretending to be a female, and he's got evil intent for children. Why? I don't get it. This is above my pay grade. Why do you not like children? Let them be children. You foul son of a bitch. I would like to get in a fight with this guy. Yeah. I've had it. Right. I've had it. Just release. I'm tired of this. Get rid of this fruitcake. Get him out of here. If you people in Bemidji don't do something about this, you'll get what you deserve. Now, culture. Yes. His little bubble is not our culture. His little world, why does he insist on shoving it down everybody's throat? And... this guy. They still feel that even though he pretends to be a female. That <laughs> deserves this. I'm going to make a link. I'm going to make a link. Now it would be unfair. It would be unfair. Well, I can do it without it being unfair, though. I was watching the news last night, and uh, Five Eyewitness News had a piece on uh, the Metropolitan Council is revising plans to have a new bus route between downtown St. Paul and White Bear Lake. Mm -hmm. And aside from it being unnecessary, why this additional dedicated route uh, is beyond me. Apparently they were going to tear up perfectly good land to do it. And now they might be changing their mind and they're going to use White Bear Avenue instead of the Bruce Vento Trail. They were going to use the Bruce Vento Trail to knock down trees and pave it and create a bus path from St. Paul to White Bear Lake with about 26 stops. You could walk from St. Paul to White Bear Lake faster than this boondoggle would get you there. So so less trees, less greenery, more asphalt, yeah. and more traffic. And, and oh, okay. So, All right. And, now, they interviewed a gal, and uh, I'm not going to uh, link to the uh, fellow in Bemidji. That would be unfair to the gal they in interviewed. But it's, uh, I, it's, it's not – you'll understand. They interviewed somebody named Chelsea de, de Amond. And, of course, she's looking forward to the day when she can use that bus because she wants to be car-free. Oh. And, and she's a big proponent – of this new 
unnecessary form of public transportation. <clears throat> and you get somebody else here named Trista Matas Castillo, chair of the Ramsey County Board of Commissioners, saying we desperately needed more transit, and this does it. So this is a win for everybody. Uh, okay, I, I don't think it is. Ramsey County is leading the project along with the Met Council. Uh, officials say ridership is higher along White Bear Avenue, making the best option to reach more people. In other words, when they realized that this boondoggle they initially envisioned wasn't going to attract any people, they moved it to where the people are. Oh, oh God. Wow. Uh, honest to God. But but getting back to uh, this young gal, I would say she was in her 20s. She had the Elmer Fudd hat on and she rides a bike. And she desperately wants to be car free. And boy, she was she was the Minnesotan responsible for the DFL owning the House, the Senate, and the governor's mansion. I'm drawing a rash generalization, I know, but she no, was I think a, you're right. a, a, a stereotypical picture of of what we're facing. And uh and she might be a great gal, no offense against her, but I, I just found her outlook a bit different. Uh which she, end does she live on, Joe? That's White a good Bear question. or St. Paul? I, I, that's a good question. I believe the St. Paul end. Uh, and she goes on to say, I've heard a lot of people worrying about who the bus will bring to our neighborhoods. So maybe she's the White Bear end. That's not a concern I share. She said some neighbors are not in support of the Purple Line because of the construction process that may disrupt traffic. But DeArman believes the end result will be worth it. I understand the resistance. At the same time, I also understand the need for transit, and I'm very supportive of that. Supportive of that, she said. Okay, here's the thought I had. There are a lot of I'm I'm going to make the not very wild assumption that she's single. Okay, <laughs> and I'm going to make the not very wild assumption that she doesn't have children. Okay, and if she does, I apologize, but I'm, I'm willing to bet she doesn't. She wants to ride her bike. She wants public transit. She doesn't want to own a car. Okay, what that tells me is what life are you leading? You apparently will never have the need to maybe take a loved one to the doctor. You apparently don't have the need to run children to school. You don't have the need to run to a store and load up supplies for a family. You don't have the need to get kids to a game or an extracurricular activity. You apparently either don't have parents anymore or have parents who are capable of being on their own. You, they don't need your help. So I detected there a kind of singularity that precludes them not thinking of anybody else. Right. And no, that, I don't mean to be no. unfair to this particular woman. No, For you're... all I know, she she, you know, works at the Dorothy Day Center. I don't know. I'm merely suggesting that no, I, what you're... I took from her remarks was I'm I'm just a, a cell, a one cell uh, in the planet, and I have nothing to do with anybody else. So therefore, I don't need a car. I don't want a car, and I want more public transportation. And I'll keep repeating this. I don't mean to be unfair to this particular woman. I looked for the audio from the Channel 5 story. The audio rook was not there. Okay. Uh, and, and if that's unfair to her, again, I apologize. But from her, let's just take her out of it. I just took a larger dynamic that apparently is in play 
in in Minnesota, and that is, uh, and a lot of our a lot of our legislation, and a lot of our city council action in both cities uh, seems to be geared towards people who don't have serious obligations to other people. Is that a fair statement? Is that a reasonable statement? It seems that way. And in the case of our hero here, she seems very self-involved and uh, narcissistic. Well, again, let's not pick on her. I I don't know a thing about her except, except, you know, I want to be car free. I don't care what I hear about public transit. I, I want tr- I'm in fully in support of it. Okay. First of all, lady, there's plenty of public transit. Secondly, don't you have anybody that needs you? Don't you have anybody that you, a, a car might come in handy on the off chance that you have to go get mom some, a prescription at the drugstore or something. I, I just thought, thought who in the hell are we surrounded by? Right. Uh, we're surrounded by a lot of people that, uh, and see, the link I was going to make is uh, the guy in Bemidji obviously doesn't care about kids, but it would be too unfair to say that she doesn't care about kids. For all I know, she has kids, uh, or if she doesn't, for all I know, she cares deeply about kids. So that that link really isn't a link. It just was a the guy in Bemidji got me thinking about her, and so I'll let, I'll drop it at that. But. Uh, Where's the article uh, where they interview the guy that uh, has a family and a house and a car or two cars and a job and he commutes back and forth? Where's when is his hello? Is he there? You don't don't see that story. No, ever. No. What's it take a comedian to tell you to get a job, Mm -hmm. buy a car, become an American? Well, I believe this gal works. She just doesn't want to have to. Then move closer to your job. Yeah. Let's get back to the kids. I got this from our trustworthy mole. Joe and the gang, this is from the Where Do Our Sensibilities Lie Department and what are people and parents supposed to do about it? All efforts to put age restrictions on the recent gender legislation were rejected by the DFL. Now the Minneapolis Public Schools is hosting a gender resource fair at an elementary school in April. The St. Paul School District lists the event on their Office of Equity opt-out for equity calendar, and he linked me to it. The event is called We're Hosting a Gathering for Families and Their Gender Creative Young Ones. What? Uh, Minneapolis Public Schools presents Gender Resource Fair Thursday, April 13th, 4.30 to 6.30 p.m., We're hosting a gathering for families and their gender-creative young ones. Join us for community resources, entertainment, food, games, and more at Loring Elementary School. Uh, And then you have the schedule, 430 Welcome, 445 Guest Speaker Dr. Angela for Adults, 445 Drag Story Hour for the Kids. All right. Yeah. Guest Speaker is Dr. Angela Cade Gepford from Children's Minnesota, who was a speaker at the DFL news conference on the recent gender legislation. And then from the Office of Equity in St. Paul, we get uh, we have that event <laughs> blocked out on the St. Paul Out for Equity calendar. It's a big block there. Get to that gender resource fair over in Minneapolis. Uh 
And the mole says, I don't want the show to go down a conspiracy rabbit hole. But what are people supposed to think when the DFL-controlled legislature rejected any effort to put age restrictions on gender-affirming care legislation, and the DFL-controlled school districts are having gender resource fair events at an elementary school? What are we to think? I think we're going to hell in a handbasket. I think it's almost over. Somebody's got to step in and rescue these children. Maybe it'll be Mary Morality. (laughs) (laughs) Mary Morality, the Hennepin County attorney, won't prosecute a 15-year-old for murdering a woman cold-blooded by shooting her in the head because he doesn't, he's not at full decision-making process yet. Well, Mary Morality must agree then that a seven, eight, nine-year-old isn't possibly capable of wishing to change genders. It sure would be fun if somebody would ask her that, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) She ain't coming on with us. (sighs) The guy in Bemidji is flat out evil and he's got to go. In fact, I'll remind myself to call Bemidji tomorrow and get an update on that. To call the school. Wow. Alpha News has the full story with all the quotes. Yep. All right. I'll call the Bemidji School District. And if you are still employing this moron person, okay. uh, the citizens of Bemidji must take action. <clears throat> This, uh, I just, I, I need somebody to explain to me the need to force that lifestyle on everybody, including children. And like you said, let kids be kids. The only answer I can come up with is that they want to justify their own decisions by having more and more people around them who make the same mistake. And by mistake, I mean, you have a mental problem. There's two, there's two genders, male and female. If you're pretending you're another one, you've, you've got an issue. Unless you're Milton Berle. Yeah. <laughs> he can be whatever he wants. Healthy. To be. And the, the thing, I, I, it, it might be worth talking about the difference between a drag star a drag queen star and a transsexual person. A lot of the drag people that I've been in contact with and have met are dudes and they live their lives as dudes. And then they put on the costume and they go on stage and they do this, these drag show things. That's fine with me. I just don't want them in the school. I've never, ever, ever had a problem with that. And that's fine. And, you know, have your fun. I don't understand the trans lifestyle need to push their lifestyle on everybody else. That's where I'm so confused. Let let me amend my trans comments in terms of it being an issue. Go ahead and be trans. I don't care. Yeah. Same with that. I really, nobody, I don't know anybody that's cares about leave kids alone. Period. Yeah. Then we have a, then we're all cool. 
uh, if you be trans and leave little Betty and Johnny alone in the first grade. They have no uh, need for you to impose upon them your uh, decision-making. And if we use Mary Morality's guideline, you shouldn't make the trans decision until you're 25. Especially because what do kids do when they're in school if you're different? By by nature. Oh my picked God! On. You get crucified. You're going to get picked on, even and, if you have a different name, and if a weird name. If your mom and dad sign off and say, "Okay, we want you to," it doesn't matter. Kids in school are ruthless in grade school, which is another reason why that should be put off to when you're older. And this is in a state where we are governed by a governor who, uh, in the aftermath of stealing the eighteen billion dollars surplus. <laughs> has said, we compromise to reach this agreement, and we believe uh, us expanding the government by another $18 billion a year reflects Minnesota's values. And no, no, it doesn't. First of all, it's probably a Minnesota value, or it used to be anyway, to save for a rainy day, right? Yep. Save a few bucks for a rainy day. 100%. And then you want Minnesota values, Tim? Your, your, your state is a shambles. Your state is a mess, particularly in the – we had six juveniles shooting 50-plus rounds in the in a Brooklyn Center parking lot last year. <laughs> we have a boy, 11, being treated for life-threatening injuries after a crash involving a stolen Hyundai. Well, good thing it was a Hyundai – because now you have not only a Hyundai to blame, but it was crashed traveling at a high rate of speed because, unfortunately, the kids who steal these cars do not know how to drive. And it hit uh, a pole, a tree. So we have a pole to blame, a tree, a sign, and a fence. Got to get rid of those fences. And the car. Got to get rid of those because fences. Because we, we have upholding Minnesota's values, an attorney general who blames a car for being stolen not the person who steals it. Oh, we have something else to blame, a streetlight. So the uh, the kid who didn't know how to drive also hit a streetlight, and for some reason, an 11-year-old occupant of the stolen car was seriously, seriously injured. And uh, But these are our values. Uh, I, I, went, it- I went through it the other day. You know, do you feel safer? Do you feel that your bureaucratic agencies are in top form? Uh uh, on and on and on and on. I feel like the emperor has no clothes. Mm-hmm. We're not and now saying what we got, see. Uh, you've got a DFL-controlled political process that apparently is very accepting of children and a DFL-controlled education process that's very accepting of children exposed to uh, gender dynamics uh, that, in my estimation, are occurring for them at an age that it is not correct for them. It's too early. Have we ever compiled a full list? And I'm starting right now. I want to know every single thing on the safe haven list. Come to Minnesota to kill a baby. Mm -hmm. You can come to Minnesota to run away from your parents um, so you can have a sex change. You can come Uh, to Minnesota and shoot a woman in the head if you're 15 and you'll get some probation. So criminals, yep. come on in, safe haven. Uh, what about illegal immigrants? Are we uh, safe haven? Not only a welcoming, but you'll get a driver's license. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's four now. Mm-hmm. 
I bet you we could hit a dozen if we really looked into it. Well, I have my list here. Let me see if I can find it. Portions. Six. Oh, change. you want to commit food fraud and say hell of a place. Yeah, you can get away with it. Yeah. You can buy your own. Because uh... the agencies in charge of it don't have a clue what's going on. This is going to be a lot of writing. I should have typed it. If you want to uh, get free transportation, come to the Metro, because there's no charge for riding public transit. Now, that's not a policy, no. That's I'm just policy, talking right? about where the governor shot his mouth off. Well, that'd be a driver's license for everybody and a safe haven for uh, whatever <clears throat> gender transitioning you wish to to engage in and that the, the book thing the book thing we got into last week with uh walls and desantis the where did uh how did that turn out i believe you can have any book you want in a minnesota school uh i, I think uh this bemidji thing's really uh somebody is somebody gonna go find this guy and say you're fired Oh, I hope so. That would be a pushback in the where's, right direction. Where's the ATF putting him in jail? Yeah. I still haven't found that story. I got you distracted. Boy, a, a me. It's, kid, uh, it's, I, if, a, if a kid wrote a poem about a gun, that kid would be under surveillance. Right. Or more accurately, probably would not be. And then, unfortunately, grow up to commit some atrocity. With the gun. What was his quote about going to what state was it? Mississippi? Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee so he could. So he could inject uh, kids with hor uh, puberty blockers. Okay. Now, what if somebody had said the opposite? I can't wait to go to Minnesota to inject kids with hormone boosters. So. 12-year-old boys will look or give them steroids so 12-year-old boys will look like, you know, it just it, it, that's how ludicrous this is. You can't even make something up that's well, the opposite. If I may, and boy, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Go. No, go. go. <laughs> uh, this idiot should be fired, I agree, immediately. But if you look at the Facebook post and, and the incidents of what's going on around it, it's obviously written as sarcasm because Tennessee passed this law, right? So yeah. he slash she, whatever, I don't know, he, I guess, says me coming to the realization I'll never fulfill my lifelong quest to moving to Tennessee to secretly inject 11-year-olds with hormone blockers while I do an interpretive drag dance to my favorite Judy Bloom novel. Those okay. three yeah, things yeah. taken I together sarcasm are, are he's, sarcasm. He's, he's making light of the Tennessee people. Correct. Yeah. Well, yeah, and people in general who think, you know, if you're whatever, that you're going to do all three of those things. Okay, so but, is this, this is, I have an analogy to throw at you, John, and maybe I'm off base here. What if I went into an airport and I was sitting in a lounge and I said, boy, I sure would like to bomb the living H out of this. Uh, you, you know what I mean? You start making bomb references sure. in an yeah. airport. It, the government, you, you're hauled out of there within five minutes. Yeah. Right? Yes. Even though I said it in jest and, uh, you know. Well, John, if I'm going to let his face post, face post uh -huh. go as satire, I'm yes. getting it for his poems. 
Yeah, well, I, I agree. I don't. I, a teacher should not be putting any. I don't care trans or normal or whatever. Well, I shouldn't say normal. See, I just made the. Uh, but anyway, no teacher should be posting that kind of thing uh, on their Facebook page. He writes and about uh, think, killing think a friend's job. cat, writing a letter to serial killers, tasting the barrel of a loaded Winchester I, Ranger I twenty gauge. Yeah. yeah, I read the poem. It's you know. It's on Robert's service, huh? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> no, I fire him. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think there's any way, you know, uh, you keep him as a teacher. And then if you have a kid in a, a public school and you're a parent who uh, is looking forward to the gender resource fair at Loring Elementary School Thursday, April 13th, I guess I guess it's not my business that you choose to go that road. I guess I just I guess that wouldn't be my business. Right? If you're you want to take your 11-year-old to Loring Park uh, school or whatever it's called, what's it called? Loring, Loring. Elementary mm-hmm. School on Thursday, April 13th and listen to the guest speaker and then stay for the drag story hour and then Ask more questions about becoming a girl or a boy. I guess that's that's the way you want to go. That's how you roll. So I guess that wouldn't be my problem. I'm not being facetious. I, no, I, I, I would I, yeah, stay I, out of it, I guess. Uh, yeah. There's a picture of the uh, speaker, Dr. Angela. Dr. Angela Cade Gepford. I don't know if that means medical doctor or or what. Uh, Look up Children's Minnesota. That's where uh, Dr. Angela Cade Gepford is from. Children's apostrophe S Minnesota. That must be the name of some activist group. Uh, And she spoke at the DFL news conference on the recent gender legislation, which has no age limits. Genders are Children's Minnesota. Children's do learn. Nationally ranked nonprofit acute care children's hospital system. That can't be that, right? Yeah, children's hospital. That's what came up for children's me. Children's well. hospital, yeah. And who was the, tell me the name of the person again? Angela. Okay. Cade, K A D E, Gepford, G O E P F E R D. Maybe the hospitals are committed to gender affirming care, regardless of age. Dr. Angela Gepford, MD, Pediatrics. She's okay. the Chief Education Officer and past Chief of Staff for Children's Minnesota. So she's hmm. a big league doctor. Uh, yes, we're. I think we're looking at Pat on Saturday Night Live. Well, okay, <laughs> you could fill that role. Mm-hmm. But I wonder what it is she said at the DFL news conference. <clears throat> What is it she said that the people putting together the gender resource fair would find her an agreeable guest? I take it she's in favor of kids making their transition. She's been at the the last 16 years. Uh, She is seen as a leader in the LBGT community, is driving equitable care for LGBT youth particularly transgender and gender diverse youth. And she is a sought after speaker and trainer on these topics. All right. Well, God bless her. I mean, she's not going to let a little kid be hurt. Right. I mean, she's a doctor. She's providing, she's provided probably a lot of care 
to trans kids. I'm so maybe we shouldn't say she's in favor of there being trans kids. Maybe she maybe what she has arrived at is the belief that we have trans kids and I sure as hell am going to take care of them. Hmm. Okay. Although she's trans herself. Hmm. I, I say that with some confidence looking at her picture. Well, maybe not. Maybe she's not trans. Maybe she's I'm trying to see. I don't see per, anything in her. Provider just gender is female. I don't know. Pardon, Josh? Provider gender is listed as female on the doctor's website. Okay. Yeah, I don't her, know what her, she her gender. Yeah. So. Maybe she's just a, a female uh, who's very committed to uh, androgyny. Her oath. Her oath. <laughs> it's time for androgyny. It's just Pat. Well. <laughs> You know, what are you going to do? Well, I'm not going to do a spot because they don't have one. So let's take a break. Okay. We'll just yeah. take a break and yeah. come right back with more. Yeah. Garage Logic. God, we have done. Kenny's got about a million ads and hasn't done one yet. <laughs> and you're 41 hey, minutes in. You got to. How are, how are the levels? I seem like I'm really loud and you got, and Joe is soft and. No, they Am I peaking? Am I no? In fact, I pulled, zero? I pulled you down a little bit. Okay. I have you at twenty-five. Johnny's up at ten. Everybody can hear me now. Can, can you hear me, me now? now? Yep. Um, God, we have done. Uh, leave it in there. What the hell, Kenny? What dost thou sayest? You want to do? Uh, you said seafoam, so seafoam will do that right here. Let me break that down. This teacher years. is extremely published. <laughs> he, she, he, uh, it's a, it's a, a, I don't know what it is. Books and poems and articles. And... There's something going on out there. I don't know anything about <laughs> Our radar. You ready to come back? Yeah, Kenny better do something. Kenny's going to do uh, seafoam. I don't have my uh, drops, so you can play one. Um, They disappeared. They did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let yeah. me get them back for you. No, pause. that's okay. You just drop it. You do one. All right. We better get to Johnny. Look at the time. I know you keep talking. How late did time. we start? Ten uh, after. We're forty-one minutes in right now, so about ten after. Here we go. He likes the sound of smooth jazz. Here's Jazzy Souchere. I loved using it. I love using it. I love talking about it. I just put a sled to bed yesterday and used seafoam in the tank. And that's because it works fast. It's easy to use, cleans, lubricate, uh, lubricates the engine. 
so it runs better, lasts longer. Rough Rydle, uh, Rough Rydle. Yeah, Rough Rydle. <laughs> Hit it, baby. It uh, prevents Rough Rydle, loss of power, sluggishness, uh, all of that. It's usually caused by a dirty fuel system. Seafoam takes care of that and also works really well in oil. This heavy oil residue and deposits, it forms naturally over the years, and it can restrict the oil flow. And what seafoam does, you just dump it right into the crankcase. It reliquifies these residues and the deposits, and then they're drained away. Next oil change, it's fantastic. We can find it everywhere, including some places you wouldn't think it would be. It's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It's my favorite, seafoam. Let's get to John Height, because unfortunately there's some more dreadful breaking news. Oh, hang on. Let me uh, pull th- stuff up here. I was unprepared. That's all right. <laughs> Uh, the uh, breaking news that Joe is talking about, let's hit that now. We have some new info on this too, since so we talked off air about it. Three children and three adults were killed in a shooting at a private Christian grade school in Nashville on Monday. The female shooter also died after being shot by police. The violence occurred at the Covenant School, a Presbyterian school for about 200 students from preschool through grade six. Police said the shooter appeared to be in her teens and was armed with two assault-type rifles and a pistol. The Nashville victims were pronounced dead upon arrival at the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital. The Covenant School was founded as a ministry of Covenant Presbyterian Church in 2001, according to the school's website. It's located in the affluent Green Hill neighborhood, just south of downtown Nashville, situated close to the city's top universities and home to the famed Bluebird Cafe, a beloved spot for Nashville musicians and songwriters. Uh, No word on who the adults were uh, that were killed and uh, no more information on the shooter. It's unusual uh, to have a female shooter, isn't it? Yeah, a teen teen female, Mm -hmm. or appeared to be a teen anyway. And that's a private school. Yep. Correct. We need need cops in every single school, anywhere the children gather. Yep. Officials at Minneapolis-St. Paul International say the airport has seen a pandemic-era record number of travelers this month. According to a spokesperson for the Metropolitan Airports Commission, which operates MSP, this month has produced the five busiest travel days at MSP since February 2020 when the pandemic began. The busiest days saw almost 42,000 people go through security checkpoints each day, which is about 9% higher than the peak travel day during spring break last year, according to officials. Authorities are still investigating a fatal crash on Highway 62 in Minneapolis. According to an incident report from the Minnesota State Patrol, a Chevy Silverado hauling a trailer was headed east on the highway when it entered a ditch and then collided with the under part of the bridge at 34th Avenue. There were two people in the Silverado, according to a press release from the authorities this morning. The driver of the vehicle is in critical condition. The passenger in the vehicle killed in the crash. A fire truck and a state patrol squad vehicle then collided in an area west of the crash. Minnesota State Patrol said that crash happened in the westbound lanes of Highway 62 at 34th Avenue. Both the trooper and the driver of the fire truck sustained minor injuries. Emergency lights were reportedly activated for both vehicles when the crash happened. The investigation into the accident is continuing. This truck that was pulling the trailer went behind the guardrails and hit that abutment thing and all of it was unidentifiable i had no idea what i was looking at except 
just 100% carnage. It was really uh, horrible. Did anyone see the video of the Kia on an L.A. freeway that was hit by a, a wheel that came loose from an adjoining an adjacent Ugh. truck? Yeah, the I pickup did. truck? And the Kia went about 50 feet in the air and flipped yeah, over. Yeah, I did see that. That was uh, and no, I didn't. I don't think anybody died. I didn't hear any fatalities yeah. listed there. Wow. Uh, Joe, you mentioned this earlier. An 11-year-old boy believed to be a passenger in a stolen car was taken to the hospital for life-threatening injuries after a crash just before 11 last night in Minneapolis. Minneapolis police said their officers responded to a two-vehicle injury crash near the intersection of 42nd and Penn Avenues North. Investigators think the stolen Hyundai was traveling at a high rate of speed when it left the roadway, hit a pole, a tree, a sign, a fence, an occupied passenger vehicle, another pole, and a streetlight. Two Jeez. poles to blame, man. Mm. Two poles. Wow. Yeah. The driver and sole occupant of the other vehicle were evaluated for apparent minor injuries, according to police. Police say they're investigating who else was inside the stolen Hyundai at the time of the crash. That's in Camden, 42nd, and what? Penn, did you say? Uh, 42nd and Penn Avenue's north. Yeah, okay. Hospital staff members treating six people for non-life-threatening injuries after a shooting last night in Brooklyn Center. Edmond <laughs> County Sheriff Dewana Witt says that some of those who were shot were juveniles. Brooklyn Park officers responded to a shots fired call about 645 at the frontage road near, 50, uh, near the 5600 block of Brooklyn Boulevard. Officers found 50 or more casings from weapons of three different calibers, police say, but no victims were in the area. Eventually, though, six people with non-life-threatening gunshot injuries showed up at the same hospital. Authorities say they are investigating. What a coincidence. Wyzetta played Park Center for the Class 4A basketball title Saturday night. Yep. And I guess uh, there was threats of violence at Target Center, it, that did not occur. Oh, oh no, it did on or, Saturday night. Oh, it did occur? Yeah, big fight. Okay. Yep. And what? I don't know, was that related to the, It was in the Target Center. Yeah. The police were in the concourse. And well, that was quite a socioeconomic spectrum there, Wyzetta playing Park Center. <laughs> yes. So did you mention this fight? Uh, it was basically Bass Lake Road and Brooklyn Boulevard, right? What are you talking well, it, about? It, it, the one uh, John talked about oh, with gun the shooting. shells fired. I was talking about uh, an right. incident Saturday night. <laughs> There's so many, right? But last night's uh, was a planned fight. Like they were getting together to rumble. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. West Side yeah. Story, huh? Yeah. And they rumble. didn't find any victims at the scene. I think you said that, right? Yeah. But then they yep. started showing up randomly at hospitals. The hospital. yeah. But I, I mean, Bass Lake Road and Brooklyn Boulevard, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, that's right out in the open, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's some Girl Yikes. Scout place or something right in front of it. Yeah, Girl Scout building. That's a lot of gunplay, 50 mm-hmm. shows. Excel Energy is holding its second public meeting tonight to address the leaks of radioactive water at their Monticello nuclear plant. That meeting will run from 5 to 8 at the Monticello Community Center. The first leak happened in mid-November. It was just recently made public, and then a second leak was reported last Thursday. Excel has maintained the public is not at risk, and state agencies say they have found no evidence to suggest otherwise. Excel began powering down the plant late last week so they can replace the pipe, causing the leaks. I think Excel's in a no-win situation there. They waited too long to talk about this. Yeah. If they had gotten right out in front of it right off the bat, I think they would they would be found to be more credible. 
But they waited and waited. And, and I, I, I'm going to choose to believe that the public's not in danger, but they can't win. The public right. will think they're in danger because mm-hmm. XL waited so long. I want notice right away. I know you want to get your guns, get your truck, I, and leave. <laughs> I, come on, man. I've got this whole bug out thing planned out. It was a prime opportunity wasted. By the way, 56 is a couple of blocks south of Bass Lake Road. I was wrong. (laughs) Former Hennepin County Sheriff Dave Hutchinson, who's now a sergeant with the Metro Transit Police Department, has collected more than $120,000 while on paid leave over the past 10 months, according to payroll info from the two agencies. Hutchinson pleaded guilty to misdemeanor DWI back in December 2021. Five months later, he began paid leave from the sheriff's office. Hennepin County records show he was paid $100,000 from mid-May 2022 through the end of his elected term in December 2022. And in January 2023, he notified Metro Transit he intended to go back to his old job as a Metro Transit police sergeant, which is allowed under a state law that permits elected officials to go back to their previous public sector jobs if they They took unpaid leave. They take care of their own, don't they? They really do. Metro Transit placed Hutchinson on paid leave immediately after he notified the agency of his intention to return. A Metro Transit spokesperson confirmed Hutchinson was on paid leave until an internal investigation into his conduct as sheriff is finished. So, Boy, is he sober? A, a question of character comes into play here. Is he sober these days? I don't know. I, I don't know either. Yeah. A 26-year-old Amazon delivery driver was arrested Saturday after he allegedly punched a customer in St. Paul. Well, who can blame him? Yeah, guys worn out. Everybody in my house said the same thing. (laughs) Officers were called to a home on Randolph Avenue on a report of an assault around 1 p.m. where they found a 51-year-old man with facial injuries. According to the St. Paul Police Department, the Amazon driver delivered a package to the man's home. The man was upset about a missing package. And that turned into an altercation between the two. The delivery driver punched the man in the face, then tried to leave in his vehicle. The man tried to stop him by jumping on the hood of the vehicle. The driver pulled out anyway. The man fell off the hood a short distance later. Luckily, he was not run over, according to police. The man was brought to Regents Hospital by medics, where it was determined he has a possible skull fracture and facial injuries. Officers arrested the delivery driver at the Egan Amazon Distribution Center with help from Egan Police. He'll be booked into the Ramsey County Jail on suspicion of aggravated assault. Randolph Avenue, couldn't it have been something they could have just settled at Carboni's? The CP wants to leave food for him. He's going to put food out. For the like Amazon Santa, guy? like the, cookies and drivers, milk and cookies you know. and stuff. That's how often they're showing up. Oh, yeah. Well, they're part of the family, huh? Yeah. We, uh, hey, I Papa pull, Joe, I got another bag for you. <laughs> I pull water out of the uh, garage fridge for him if I'm outside. Yeah, she, wants, she wants to leave water and food. Not like sour broten. No, not a <laughs> meal. Okay. Got it. Sour broten. Well, yeah, no, she your choice. Sour broten. No. Oh, okay. It does. Local uh, concert announcements. Eric Clapton will be playing here for the first time in 14 years. I got to go because I've never seen him. I've seen him three times, I believe. Yeah, I got to make it. The three-time Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee will be joined by Texas blues guitar hero Jimmy Vaughn at the Thursday night gig in St. Paul. It's one of only a handful of dates he's playing in the U.S. or that been announced so far anyway. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10. The 77-year-old Clapton was something of a regular at Excel Energy Center after the Hockey Arena's 2000 opening. He played there four times from 2001 to 2009. 
The last of those shows was uh, was with his old Blind Faith bandmate Steve Woodwood as a tour partner. Clapton will be joined on tour by another Texas guitar hero as part of the band, Doyle Bromhall II. They'll be in the band. Other members of the band will include Paul Carrick. Uh, he was with Mike and the Mechanics and Ace back in the 70s and 80s. And Chris Stanton, who was a longtime keyboardist for Joe Conker. He'll be part of Clapton's band here. He has a longtime friend here, a doctor who shall go unnamed, who was very instrumental in helping Eric live. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's he excellent. Was, yeah. He was John, a Hazel, uh, Hazelden resident, of course, where he uh, mm-hmm. took the cure. Jimmy Vaughn, um, Fabulous Thunderbirds, is that correct? correct? Yes. Yeah, Stevie Ray's for Maybe they're looking for someone that I could. It has been Steve Gadd. Steve Gadd. About, as good, about yeah. as good as it gets. I think Steve will probably trump you on this one, Joe. Be better than me. I yeah. think so. John, have we ever gotten a fight over uh, that Fabulous Thunderbirds song, Tough Enough? That that yeah. song stinks. No, I love I like it. it. I love that song. Yeah, that's that's a steamer. I, I actually love that album. To be truthful, Huey anyway, Dick. anyway, Queen is launching another tour celebrating uh, Freddie Mercury's legacy, including a return to XL on October 27th. Queen's co-founding guitarist Brian May and drummer Roger Taylor again will be joined by Adam Lambert in St. Paul and 13 other cities. Yeah, on their um, North this American doesn't work. Tour. This is like Steely Dan touring without Steely. Don't you know what? The reclusive bass player. Uh, I don't. uh, I don't have any idea about the bass player. I'm. I'm angry at Kenny now. So (laughs) (laughs) doesn't take much, does it? It really doesn't. No. Uh, Now uh, on uh, on air show meeting here. Do we take a break in the news today? I think uh, we should do a commercial. He's running the show. I think we should do that, Johnny. Let's do. Come back with some more news. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> went, okay. Okay. Johnny, you're too easy. Is your... <laughs> you're <laughs> just well, so easy. Kenny, I know what you're doing and I'm just playing along. Come on. I started setting you, but I, I knew when I asked you about Jimmy Vaughn and Thunderbirds, I already knew the answer. That was all part of my long, evil setup process. I wonder if I'm going to find the Eric Clapton concert boring. He, of course again, you are. He does not pander to the crowd at all. I don't. I'm not looking to him to talk to me. I have no, never I, seen him bored, or I've never been bored seeing him. And I've yeah. seen him, like I said, three times. Yeah. They should have those seats that recline at uh, Eric Clapton, <laughs> so you can kind of just kick back and let the <laughs> let the haze yeah. take you uh, take you away. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not biting Kenny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he keeps last. retiring though. Did he ever tour with Ringo Stars all Ringo no. All Stars? No. Trying to figure out if I I don't think I've seen the him. CP and her friend when we were in the desert two weeks ago, three weeks, whenever we were a month ago, they were in a store that Ringo had been in the previous day. I saw that. And they keep touting that. And I say, that's a non-story. If you were in the store when he was in the store. You have something to tell us. You were in a store where he happened to bend the previous day. That's not a story. The reason you should be concerned is that instead of going to the, what does she drive? The Honda store, she was at the Lamborghini store. She doesn't drive a Honda. You know what I mean. I know you what get you the mean. analogy. Yeah. She was at the top dollar. Let's spend daddy's money before he's gone. Story. Okay. That's like telling is this me a, a guy just change his shirt. Is in this Montana. a story? Let me let me run it. Let me run a scenario by you. Uh, yeah. 
when the Stones were in town at some point. I don't know which uh, you concert saw it was. Charlie and his daughter. Charlie Watts went into S. Vincent Jewelers right. downtown Minneapolis, and you went in too. No, he 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 bought something. He dropped some money, and I have a copy of the receipt. That's a better story than than if you say, "Geez, I saw a store where Charlie Watts was yesterday." Yeah, but I didn't physically uh, yeah. see him. But I have something physical. From his, wonder why you have the receipt. I I knew that. Who's that actress that dated Alec Baldwin about a hundred years ago? Kim Bassinger. Yeah, I ran into her in a store in uh, Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, in a casino. BFD. I met Meatloaf. uh, I think that's what I said to her when I walked by. I said BFD. How about this story? My wife was. I met Meatloaf, and I fanned out on him. I was at oh, the yeah. Twins game. I'm like, oh my god! And like, I realized it. Name Royce, three he took songs. Took a leak next to Hubert Humphrey once. Did he? Yep. Hey, at I, Metropolitan I, Stadium. How you doing, Hubert? My uh, wife was I working. Took a leak next to Sleepy LaBeef. Sorry, John. <laughs> it's a song. Go ahead, John. Your turn. That's all right. I like Sleepy LaBeef, but he's dead, isn't he? I think he died. Yeah. It was awesome, though. Yeah. Uh, my wife was working loss prevention at Dayton's in 1984 when she saw this little fellow walking upstairs when I know him and it was Bruce Springsteen. So she went and said hi and he signed a sheet of paper for her, which I have hanging on my wall here. Okay. Actually. That's, that's good. That's, that's better than that's a good one, right? yesterday. Yeah. 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 Apparently Who's the guy? Had quite the entourage with him too. Why? Who's the guy in X, the guitar player in X? Billy Zoom. Billy Zoom, when I put out my hand to meet him, he walked right by me and gave the roommate a big hug. <laughs> he's a uh, guy, huh? He's yeah. not well regarded in things I've read by a lot of people. I had dinner once with Bob Hope. I'm kidding. I never <laughs> well, I've been there many times. I've been there many times. <laughs> <laughs> there many times. <laughs> Kenny, what do you want to do here? Many times. Uh, State or Pro. Pro. And that's John's sponsor, too. If you could uh, not. Pro Turf? Sure. Okay, that's going to be here, and that's going to be... And play a drop. You're too lazy to call up the drop page, aren't you? No, I was going to... hard. Well, I was going to pull it up on yours because I've got action over here. That'd what about music? One. Has got he action. downloaded the music onto a nope. page? Nope. Nope. I have to do that on my own. Unbelievable. He's, he's got a lot wow. of stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has put a pod. Uh, okay, let me find Audacity here again. Where are we Audacity. at? We are at 56. This goes to Kenny. Who's the guy I met? Is it James Corden? Is that the guy's yes. name? Yeah. And gave him the sheet of paper with all the garage logic info on it. I'm sure he yeah. couldn't <laughs> throw Wipe that away fast with that. enough. Yeah. You met the three Stooges when uh, Curly Joe was with them. I did. They were at the Curly airport. Curly Joe. Saddest looking people I've ever seen. Oh, don't yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Curly Joe's a disappointment. He didn't like getting hit in the face. Oh, looked really <laughs> rode hard and foot away wet. Probably because of all the frying pans to yeah, the head. I think how many times he was hit. Or, you know, when he would that, he'd get <laughs> that rake. Of curly. Oh. Or, or getting poked in the eye that many times and you right. can't block them. Right. That's hard to do. All right. Uh, we got him here. Uh, it's just, you know. <laughs> do your wives hate the Three Stooges as much as mine does? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, she hates them. They oh. do not get They it. don't John's... even like Laurel and Hardy. Sleepy LaBeef played the 400. Really? It was oh, cool. so cool. 
He's about, he was about seven foot tall too. Just yeah, a giant huge. of a man. Yeah. I loved Eb, every single song. God, I loved him. Yeah, he was well, fun. can we get going yep, here? Yep, let's get her going well. here. Three, two. <laughs> You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Souchere. Pretty safe to say that the four of us here are uh, fairly obsessive about our lawns. Mm. If you want the best lawn on the block, go with ProfessionalTurf.com. Really easy. You, you never worry about your lawn. They've been at it since 82, and they've got service techs that... They know their ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they they know your lawn better than you do. Put your care in these guys, and you'll have the greenest lawn in the neighborhood. Uh, what they do is they make your lawn their pro, uh, their problem. So when weed, weeds occur it, between treatments, don't even worry about it. They're going to take care of it. And what I love is this. If you've never been with ProTurf before, they do these free in-personal lawn care analysis and they walk your lawn. They come out and they look at the situation. They judge every inch of your lawn and then they put together a program just for you. A lot of places just give you a phone estimate and go with that and they've never even seen your place. If you want the most beautiful, healthy lawn on the block, go with the pros at professionalturf.com. Thank you, Kenny. More news, and uh, this news has been brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. A devastating weekend weather-wise down south. Over the weekend, at least 27 tornadoes reported across five states, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee. At least 25 people died in Mississippi, where one long track twister left a trail of destruction for 59 miles. There's at least one storm-related death in Alabama, where officials said a man succumbed to his injuries after being rescued by a first responder. President Biden approving disaster relief on Sunday for Mississippi. The latest forecast shows the same storm system will linger in the southeast, with damaging winds today, large hail, and an isolated tornado threat. Powerful partner in Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's government says the country's proposed judicial overhaul has been delayed for at least several weeks. National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir says he agreed to a delay in the legislation until Parliament reconvenes for its summer session on April 30th. He said that break would give time for the government to seek a compromise with political opposition. Tens of thousands of Israelis demonstrated outside Parliament and workers launched a nationwide strike today in a dramatic escalation of the mass protest movement aimed at halting the overall. The chaos shut down much of the country, threatened to paralyze the economy in Israel. Departing flights from the main international airport were grounded. Large mall chains and universities closed their doors. Diplomats walked off the job at foreign missions, and local governments were expected to close preschools and cut other services. The plan, driven by Netanyahu, is on trial for corruption, and his allies in Israel's most government, most right-wing government ever, has plunged Israel into one of the worst domestic crises it's ever seen. It sparked sustained protests that have galvanized nearly all sectors of society including, oddly enough, the military, where reservists have increasingly said publicly they will not serve a country that is veering toward autocracy. Did you see where uh, Trump, who should be in a mental institution, <laughs> did you see where he had a rally over the weekend in Waco? Yeah. And Ted Nugent uh, was there. 
Yeah. Where did we get the idea that Zelensky's gay and and what does that have to do with anything? That's Ted, you know. Ted's, well, no, Ted's, but they're out there. All the all the the true dons are throwing that around. What what the uh, again? I what, don't what, care. Are, what does that got to? Well, I don't think he is. Why does that make is, a difference? Well, that's what I'm saying. Why? But they're using that now. Why are we sending American money to this guy? And they, the apparently the Waco crowd did not want us spending any money in Ukraine. Well, Zelensky yeah, might but, have some feminine qualities, but I don't think well, he's overly gay. I don't think gay. so. Huh? You know. He's got he's an a, actor. a lovely wife. He's <laughs> got kids and the whole deal. I realize that that doesn't mean anything, uh, but uh, never mind. It's irrelevant. I, I yeah. just don't know why this guy is not in a rubber room someplace. <laughs> Give it some time. Give it some time, Joe. God almighty. Somewhat related to that. A fascinating... Is he still going to be arrested on Tuesday? I don't know. He's looking forward to it. Fascinating story, somewhat related to all of this. A and don't wall. email me, you people. If you find something charitable about Trump, there's something wrong with you. He's not a he's okay. That pretty much seals the deal. There, I, all right. I don't. I don't think we need to go that far. Well, he's Joe. not a good human being. He's a foul, uh, foul creature. Well, he's doing his best to destroy the country right now. Right. Doing, and there, thank you. I'll take all the emails for that okay. one. Okay. But I mean. <laughs> Telling people there's something wrong with no, him. No, he's nuts. He should be in a rubber room. If they support him. I'm never getting out of here. I'm nuts. I'm nuts. Uh, anyway, sort joke. of related to all of this. Well, I think a lot related, but just my opinion. Some fascinating finds in a new Wall Street Journal NORC poll. Mm -hmm. The survey finds the country sharply divided by political party over social trends, such as the push for racial diversity in businesses and the use of gender-neutral uh, gender pronouns. Other divides in the poll, some 38% of respondents said patriotism was very important to them. 39% said religion important. Uh, the reason that's weird uh, the last journal uh, poll on all this in 1998, which would be 25 years ago, 70% deemed patriotism to be important. 62% so said so of religion. Tolerance for others deemed important by 80% of Americans as recently as four years ago has fallen to 58% since then. Bill McInturf, a pollster who worked on the previous journal survey that measured the attitudes, said that the differences are so dramatic it paints a new and surprising portrait of a changing America. Yeah, one He's, that's failing. He said that perhaps the toll of our political division, COVID, and the latest economic confidence in decades is having a startling effect on core values. Number of events have shaken and in some ways fractured the nation, according to the journal. Uh, that includes all the way back to 2001, September 11th, the financial crisis of 2008, economic downturn, and the rise of former President Donald Trump. The only priority the journal tested that has grown in importance in the past quarter century is money, which was cited as very important by 43% in the new survey, up from 31% in 1998. Uh, thoughts about uh, from some of those who were polled. Kevin Williams is a commercial and residential painter in Bend, Oregon. He's 33 years old. He said he thought that patriotism is declining as a civic value in tandem with rising individualism, a sense of entitlement among many people, and a decline in community involvement. To Janet Boyer, a former Pentecostal minister who lives in Cumberland Township, Pennsylvania, she says patriotism has taken on a political sheen and is no longer important to her for that reason. She said, quote, for me, patriotism has turned into right-wing nationalism. 
Political divisiveness also weighs on her. She said back in the day, Republicans, Democrats had a sense of deference to one another. They didn't act like they were in a schoolyard trying to be vengeful and reactive. The survey found sharp differences by political party on social issues that have gained a prominence like diversity and gender identification. Margin of error, plus or minus 4.1 percentage points on that poll. So hey, Trumpers, don't get me wrong. I think Biden should be in a home, too. <clears throat> So in that last story, though, she's pretty much placing all blame on the on the right. Is that what I took away? Uh, the fir- the second woman? Yeah. Yeah. But not the yeah. first guy, obviously. But I right. think that right there illustrates everything that's going on. The decline of moral and ethical integrity is very pervasive. It's winning. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it in the poll results. Where does uh, Where does all that start in the last 10 years? Just saying, I know it starts are. at the top of the country. I know you don't want to say anything else. I know, I but he, he was elected. Up the waterfront. He was, <laughs> I don't need to remind you guys. He was elected because the country and the voters uh, were fed up with what was going on. They right, were so fed up, and they finally found in him the voice that they thought was going to change. If we're talking them. about moral integrity, Kenny. In the run-up to his being elected, we had a videotape talking about him grabbing women by their personal parts. Well, where's the moral invective there? Well, you know. what I think myself, I include myself in this group, uh, we were fooled. The, the wool was pulled over our eyes because oh. I thought he was going to <laughs> rattle the cage and go away. That's what Dr- I thought he was going to do four Drain years. Drain the swamp. And, yeah. and, and then, boom, he was going to go back because he didn't want to be uh, tasked with all this uh political gamesmanship i, don't I, I took joe, away john, i don't think what joe I took wants away, this conversation before you go john um I, what i took away oh now i lost it was that he was going to put government in the hands of people again yes that that's that's what attracted him to me in the first election you didn't know that he intended to become a mentally ill evil dictator but if you remember remember who he ran against mm-hmm. uh no the, Hillary. Hillary. Oh, Hillary. Yeah. And I, I remember turning off my phone and putting it on airport or airplane mode because when I woke up the next day, I didn't want either one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, well, it was yeah. just so bleak. I've been consistent from day one. I have no, I'm politically lonely. There is yeah. no one. No well, one the agrees. fact that Hillary did not have a concession speech written just shows you her arrogance. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't want the Clinton mafia in there for another four years. <laughs> Wait a minute. Arrogance, Rook? You want to talk, you want to talk arrogance? I, I, he equals it as well. He equals it as well. I'm, I don't dispute that. I, uh, I'm admitting to the public, I got played. <laughs> I was played. Well, the people in New York did warn us. The people who grew, grew up with him, who lived with him, who were there with him. They said, don't do this. Don't do this. You'll be sorry. Something happened when he was about seven or eight. Something happened in the backyard or out in the woods. Something. Something happened. I remember uh, before he was elected, talking to someone in this building about uh, Trump. And he said, he's not a good guy. Thank you. Was it me? Oh, sorry. No, it was not <laughs> you. I, I knew that already. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Let's let's move to something fun here, huh? Hmm. Well, I didn't. Did you guys know? Uh, all right. Let, let me just read this. See I the mean, Mrs. 
The Mississippi meteorologist who got fired. Did you guys know he got no. fired? It's a she. No, no, not not the guy you're thinking of. Oh, I was this thinking the guy else. who prayed got fired. No. no, he that was an incredibly moving piece. It really of was. Incredibly a meteorologist moving. in Mississippi who saw that tornado coming and said, Jesus, help these people. Yeah. Got fired? No, he didn't. No, I thought that's what Johnny was <laughs> okay. referring to. That's wow. how rumors start. Rumors start, yeah. Jeez. Anyway, Who's this dead? is a this well, is a, the guy in the tornado that this uh, is a died. different meteorologist, not the oh. fellow who prayed on the air. And it's a she. Her name yep. is Barbie Bassett. She has apparently been fired by WLBT uh, during a recent morning broadcast. She used a phrase that's uh, commonly used by Snoop Dogg. What she didn't realize, and I didn't realize, I don't know if you guys realize this, part of it is part of a racial slur. I don't know. If, I can't help you. I don't know the what she said. She said, faux shizzle, my. Jizzle? Diz, dizzle? No, my grizzle. It starts my. with an N and rhymes with shizzle, but apparently Nizzle? that is my. the equivalent of saying the N-word. Shizzle? Which I did not know. No, nizzle. Nizzle? Well, I guess really? you guys just said it, yeah. Boy, am I oh, a rogue. my nizzle? Do, uh, yeah, Snoop always says that, so, right? I don't know. That and it I means do. for sure, my. Oh. My homie? Yeah, well. Oh, sure I am what? so I am so unhit. Let me get these turnips out of my pocket. I, me too. I'm wow. the same way. I read that this morning. It I, means I, for I, sure what? My blank N-word. For sure. It's, oh, uh, let me uh, let me make it as uh, white as put possible. Put in a sentence, Kenny. Um, you are correct, <laughs> my dear fellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that is what it means. Don't replace so dear so fellow. If I say for shizzle my nizzle. That means you're, you're correct. You're saying, but but nizzle is the n word. I didn't no, know not. that. I didn't the know N-word that either. The n word. So there's um, Snoop Dogg can't just start making up words and say that means the n word. I I reject that. The, the, the word nizzle just rhymes with sizzle. My God, we are the biggest crackers in the whole yeah, wide we got, world. We wow. got four people here who did not know this at nine this morning because I didn't learn until I read this. I, I thought reject I was, it, though. I reject it. I yeah, thought maybe I had a little bit words. of hip in me, but I, I, got, I have no hip. What, what is these wow. words? Anyway, what, these, what she, animals is these? So are we in trouble now because we no, didn't know? I, that, I didn't that, say it. So if you say the the real n word, then you're okay. Well, then you're I don't think she should get fired. She got fired. Well, let's so. do a poll among all crackers. I, I bet you ninety percent have no uh, idea. Uh, uh, oh, so somebody must have said we're having a beautiful day, and she said shizzle my nizzle. Uh, it had something to do with, uh, I don't remember the uh, story, but it uh, it was crosstalk, you know, blah, blah, blah. Was she a Caucasian said, meteorologist? Um, I couldn't tell is the best I can give you. Yeah. I couldn't. Yes, I tried yes. to figure that out myself. Well, my fourth year old, my year old. <laughs> she, should be, she should be very, very quiet. Yes. I don't want to say anything that sounds like nizzle. Huh. <laughs> oh, Good. I feel better though. I thought maybe it was just me that I was no, completely man. out of touch, but apparently not. Well, I am out of touch. Are you hauling oats? You jive. Were you hauling oats over there? Yeah, out of touch. Um, and then uh, giving hey, us. Wait a minute. I yeah, was just I'm sorry. watching an yeah. episode of Sanford's Son. 
Uh-huh. And uh, who's that old battle axe that he's always uh, after? What's her name? Um, Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth is his wife. No, is up in heaven. That's the past away wife. Uh, the one with the, the one with her this, purse like this. And yeah, this the sister-in-law. <laughs> she yeah. used the N-word. Really? On TV. I don't believe it. I didn't either. I was stunned. I was like this, Joe. Were you a gog? I was a gog. A gog yeah. His mouth what? was a gape. Be about the same era that uh, Chevy Chase used it. Give or take. Yeah. To, oh, in what? Oh, with uh, Saturday Night Live? The Richard Pryor, uh, Chevy Chase bit. Dead hunk. Where they're calling each other's funny, funny names. Bit. Oh, it's hysterical. Hysterical. You want another one? or One I, more. I, I can one go on all Johnny day Cake. if you'd like. Oh, look us. at the time. Never mind. You're done, John. We'll be oh. right back. <laughs> oh, wow. Back. Look at what time yeah. it is. Holy moly. Hank, Dad, I got to put Chris in here. Okay. And this is 112. Pat, Pat, are you out there? No, sir. GLers, it's Reavers here with just... Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here with just a simple question for you. Are you feeling like it's harder to get in shape or and maybe even stay in shape? Well, guess what? I've got something for you. We've got a brand new sponsor to the Garage Logic podcast, Nugenics Total T. And guess what? They're offering a complimentary bottle when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. I got to tell you, I started taking this a couple of weeks ago. My goodness, does it work? You know, I'm in my 40s now, but I want to stay active, especially with two young kids. And of course, she's looking at me and getting tired of the dad bod feeling that I have. I'm telling you what, try Nugenics Total Tea. You know, for some time now, I've been feeling a little less like my old self, and I haven't had as much time to work out, but I wanted the energy and the body that I once had. And Six I'm telling you, Nugenics Total Tea really helped me feel revived. Hey, it's not your fault. As you age, your body loses free testosterone, the man hormone, you know? It happens to... I gotta redo this. Why? Did you turn your mic back? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Then you said something during his. Oh. <laughs> uh, right here. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here with just a simple question for you. Are you feeling like it's harder to get in shape or and maybe even stay in shape? Well, guess what? I've got something for you. We've got a brand new sponsor to the Garage Logic podcast, Nugenics Total Tea. And guess what? They're offering a complimentary bottle when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. I got to tell you, I started taking this a couple of weeks ago. My goodness, does it work? You know, I'm in my 40s now, but I want to stay active, especially with two young kids. And of course, she's looking at me and getting tired of the dad bod feeling that I have. I'm telling you what, try Nugenics Total Tea. You know, for some time now, I've been feeling a little less like my old self, and I haven't had as much time to work out, but I wanted the energy and the body that I 
once had. And I'm telling you, Nugenics Total Tea really helped me feel revived. Hey, it's not your fault. As you age, your body loses free testosterone, the man hormone, you know? It happens to every guy, and it can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. Remember when winning felt easy? Well, that's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. What some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone, wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? If you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofin will help you turn back the clock. It's going to re-energize your workouts and it's going to get you better results at the gym and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. So try it right now. Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. That's 231-231 and make sure you enter the keyword garage. Did that seem like the longest ad ever? Yep. (laughs) All right. I got to trim that up, baby. Kenny, trim her up. Yes, sir. Trim her up, baby. Uh, you're going to give me... Try. Tri-stater, okay. Is that wrap it up, Rads? Yes. <laughs> I'll drive that new... Okay. I need audacity. We need to go here. Okay, I am about rolling here. Three, two, one. He's as smooth as silk. He's Kenny Olson. A Toro zero-turn mower from Tri-State Bobcat. It'll make that lawn look amazing. No more turning, laborious, lame laps. Just blast back and forth and make a really cool pattern on your lawn. At the same time, drastically cut your mowing time. Right now, Tri-State Bobcat has the best pricing available on select previous model years. The Time Cutter and the Titan Zero Turn Mowers, ranging from 42 to 60 inch with discounts 10 to 20%. And while you're in there, you like mowing fast. Just for the heck of it, ask about the Titan My Ride suspension system. The whole seating platform floats. It's like riding on a flying carpet. It's so cool. If you obsess about your lawn, a Toro Zero Turn will make it perfect. Tri-State Bobcat can also get you into a Toro Snow Blower during the spring sale. Both the Tower uh, Toro Power Clear, Toro Power Clear, and the Power Max Two, uh, the two-stage blower. They're on sale. Best deals of the year right now. Uh, be sure to tell them you're a GLer when you walk through the door. Uh, any one of the Tri-State Bobcat locations, Burnsville, Little Canada, and Hudson, and all of the inventory right there at tristatebobcat.com. Uh, did you see where Mr. Values, Tim Walls, wants to, uh, or the legislature and Walls, want to devote a great deal of money to the creation of a a new department to handle a family leave program. And they would right. hire 400 people to administrate it. 400? Wow. 
at 75 million bucks a year. That's it? Only 400? Wow. 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 Children five years old, 10 years old in this state, well, for a variety of reasons, don't stand a chance at a future in this state. Nope. It's it's getting systematically destroyed. Uh, So let's turn to this date in Minnesota history when things weren't this bad. Okay, let's do it. Uh, only because they come to us all the way from the traveling Lymans in Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa at WorldWideWaftage.com. It was on this day in 1819. This day is March 27th. President James Monroe appointed Lawrence Talaferro as an Indian agent at St. Peter's, later called Mendota. Taliaferro uh, moved his operations across the river to Fort St. Anthony, which later, of course, became Fort Snelling. Got it. On this day in 1905. 327, shizzle. (laughs) The aerial bridge spanning the Duluth Ship Canal carried its first passengers across the harbor inside a carriage suspended from the bridge's framework. The system would be replaced with a lift bridge in 1930. Okay. And on this day in 1912, the St. Olaf Choir, directed by F. Melius Christensen, gave the opening concert of its first tour at the First Baptist Church in Minneapolis. That's pleasant. And that St. Olaf Choir has been world famous ever since. So yeah. it's a hundred uh, and one hundred twelve. Try not to do math. No, it's a long. It's old. It's over a hundred years old. It's got to be old. That's right. Thank you, GLers. Yeah. Thank you, GLers. Why didn't that come up yet? There it is. There. It is. I found it, guys. You can quit looking for it. And if you found Pod MN, you're going to realize that you have a whole library of podcasts that you can check out. So go to PodMN on your smartphone, and you will be all set and ready. Also, don't forget about the town council. You know that when you sign up for the town council, you get a free $10 gift card from Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Center? You do? Yes. So sign up. Go to garagelogic.com. It's 100 bucks a year or 10 bucks a month. You pick the deal that you want. That's the Garage Logic Town Council. Swing over to YouTube and subscribe to Garage Logic on that YouTube channel. That's a pretty good deal as well. And um, you're going to be entertained. Trust me. That's all I got for you today, Chars. Copy that. You got to tell us when we're off. You're done. But you're not, uh, the town council's still on. Patty, you out there? All right. Uh, yeah, but I got to do this thing first. I got to tell you what to write. Hardware? Why not? That's them. Why and not? Garden stores? Why not? Fuadawonis. Don't stop. What did he say? Rookie, 75 degrees was the high on this. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Reaver spells two, meaning also as T-O. <laughs> Brings you garage logic. Five degrees in night. Fratelloni's? Hardware? 
<laughs> Brings you garage. You drove to Fargo. Yeah. Start that oh. again. What's that building hold? That's uh, them. Why? Little, little, little Fratellonis. <laughs> Why were three Minnesota schools in the regional? I had to look up Canisius. Didn't know anything about it. It's a Jesuit school in Buffalo, New York. And the eighth grade teacher and principal of St. Gabriel's grade school was Sister Canisius. Ooh. She was strict. That's a German saint. She was strict. She, was yeah. strict. she did not like Daniel Weigerman, nor, oh. nor his neighbor, me. Ooh. <laughs> He was scrappy too. His your school neighbor, you mean? Sitting no, at your. No, no. Did he listen to you? Did he live near you in town? Yeah. Do you want me to record some spots, Matthew? He would. Uh, uh, yeah, let me. I'm saving this right now. <clears throat> Sister Canisius. She was very precise. Did she have a German accent? Yeah. <laughs> Rook, do you need any stories from me? Like I always yes, do. Does. Or how's that work? Uh, go ahead and send them. Okay. I'll. Uh, Joe, I'd like I'll you see. to keep. Still in advance. Keep all the emails that come to you and me about Trump. Yeah. Bleep that guy. <laughs> Piece of shit. He ought to be in a rubber room. <laughs> Trump. What a what a disaster. <clears throat> Nothing. I just don't like him. I did notice some people bringing up the song Jailbait from Ted's thing Saturday. <laughs> I was wondering when that would start. <laughs> I go all the way back to the Amboy Dukes, that record cover. Journey to the center oh. of your mind. Yeah, those are all pot pipes on the cover. Yeah, Ted claims he had no idea what they were. Yeah. But Jill, baby, he actually says he wants to have sex with a 13-year-old, but Ooh. Right, -winger, right wingers don't care, even though he wrote it. I don't know that song. I'm yeah. not, uh, I don't know a lot about Ted. His 80 or 70 stuff was boring as hell. Oh, we're still on the council. The I hope we don't Dukes have any. Pretty good, I thought. Uh, the Amboy Dukes, yeah, we're good. Although a lot of it sounds dated, but I love the single. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, with us and find you. That's hippie music. It was a great lead and a great guitar lead. I listened to uh, two hours of country bleeping music. Country Western driving back. And they were all sneaking around on each other for two and a half What? Hours. A lot of <laughs> Was it outlaw country? Outlaw country. A lot of flaming. Yeah. They all tell us what good Christians they are, and then they're sneaking around all the time. Yeah, they're always looking over the fence. <laughs> looking over the fence. I like that. I got to stick around for the first couple minutes of Monday Night Sports right, Talk. I have something. Sex in the schools, triple exclamation point. Let people go find out what we mean. Is that with one X? Yes. Okay. 
Got it. We're going to have a spelling contest. Reavers of Rookie. I'm good. Underneath that, Minnesota values, triple exclamation point. Got it. John Hyde News. No, no, sad face. And then I got to take a bathroom break. Rook, I just sent you three stories. Okay. I hope the Gulfs win that Frozen Four. I think they will. They've got some talent. I do too. I've got a huge stack. I went through four newspapers before today's show, and he didn't use one of them. <laughs> That'll happen. Yep. The bad part about the news part is when I have a bunch of stories and he does about six of them. And then I have to go, hmm, now what See, do I that's, do? That's good for me. That means, hey, <laughs> let's talk. All right, fellas. I'll uh, see you tomorrow. I'll get back to you about uh, Wednesday. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, just let me know. I'm going to campaign to have not have a show. Best stuff or something. I, I, I had know. an hour to kill in Fargo, so I ate sushi. Did you see that? On sushi, sushi, umi, umi near the uh, the the college students were gone, so I figured it was edible. Huh. And was it? Yeah, it was okay. I don't think it was carp from the river. Might have been. I don't know. <laughs> from the red, yeah. I pulled some carp out of the red. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to Fargo in a long time. Driven through oh. a couple times, but haven't stopped. Oh. Royce, we interviewed a gal um, last week on the Krabby Shop. She's now 16, and she is a dirt car champion. Really? Okay. And she's from uh, Wisconsin she from? over oh, there. Okay. She had the track championship. Um, two years ago when she was 14 wow. in Menominee and one, they have a big invitational race every fall um, that's been going on for a million years. She won that too. Wow. The only female and of course the youngest person to win it. Daddy, uh, daddy drove for years, did he? Or something? Uh, dad gave, yep. Dad gave up drinking, had a whole bunch of money, bought himself a car. Uh, the girl got into uh, go-karts and quad racing on ice, and he decided, you know what, I'm I'm not winning any races. She is, put all his money behind her, and uh, she moved into cars out of go-karts at 13. Wow, what's her name? Her name is, um, oh, why did this happen Lily. to my brain? Ruth. What the hell? Kendra. Oh, what track does she run in? Uh, Kendra uh, Swan is her last name. Uh, her main track is uh, Red Cedar and Menominee. Okay. All right. Town Council's going bye bye. Thanks, guys. Kendra Westland.